as well so I've done that yeah it feels great really feels great but uh, you know I was um I was reading some news yesterday uh, about you know councils you know I don't understand, like, I've seen this too with Liverpool Council where some of the work is just standing around doing nothing. And it's like, well, you're paying your, um, you pay your rates every year and and it's like it, it becomes like a dictatorship. Like in Byron Bay, for instance, it's pretty much becoming a shithole. Because um, the council's only collecting garbage once a fortnight. I don't understand why there's bureaucrats in the council that want to change the rules all the time about you know, you're not allowed to smoke on the beach, but yet here, here they are in Byron Bay. Um, only collecting garbage once a fortnight. Some places in Sydney as well, and it's becoming a shithole. Now... This, to me, is a problem. Hygiene-wise, it's a problem. It is... Unless you want Australia looking like a third-world country, then this is what's going to happen when bins overflow. And yet they're saying, oh, you know, you can't litter. But look how much litter is around when your garbage bins aren't getting collected. And it literally stinks of shit. Some parts of Sydney too. Of course people are pissed off with the council. How come? They get all the freebies and all the rights and you pay your hard-earned rate money to them and this is what you get in return. Um, that's obviously if you own your own house, but if you're a renter, you just pay your rent and you don't have to worry about that. I've said it before, like, now, you know, it's just better to rent, you know, than to own a house, because owning a house these days is an utter nightmare, literally a nightmare, and it's like, is this worth it? 
all the crap that I have to put up with. Seriously, is it worth it? But uh, I'll, I'll let you decide on that. Um, trade and there's going to probably be a problem with trade and shipping costs in a, coming in Australia from overseas from supplies, pharmaceutical supplies. They could put the um, inflation could go up again because of the war between Israel and Palestine. I've said it before about my thoughts on inflation. It sucks, and I hate it. When, you know, essential items like your medication, food, go up in price, and then you're virtually left broke. Um, the problem is, and sometimes it... it uh, governments can't control inflation, but with the war going on, if a cargo ship's got to take a different um, route longer, then the shipping cost will go up. Here. Not only that, all the... Uh, all the bloody taxes involved just to import them into Australia, go up as well. And then the pharmaceuticals have got to put them up to their retail price. Um, I mean, this is everything. This is not just tobacco, alcohol. This is pharmaceuticals as well. Certain pharmaceutical brands, I can only get them from overseas because they don't have suppliers in Australia for certain medications. Um, it's like Pfizer and Moderna. Um, the other thing too, um, I, I've said it a lot, a lot on the show. Like Australia's in so much debt. Um, I believe all us uni students should have a right to a free education, um, especially with disabilities. I believe universities, education should be subsidised in this country. I believe that you know, having a bachelor's degree is wonderful for you. Free education all the way. I mean, free um, healthcare as well should be going ahead. Um, the only problem is with Medicare is they're not um, paying our doctors and nurses enough money. They're losing. A p and the problem with it, I've noted in Australia too, um, there are places that are just going split billing. So you pay the, uh, apparently you pay the rebate or something. But unfortunately the Albanese government has not delivered his promises always being very slow to deliver his promises for Medicare because I'll always support Medicare. Not everyone can in Australia can afford private, you know that. Cost of living, inflation, 
you know, cost of living crisis as well. This has um, impacted people financially are struggling, and especially over Christmas. Like, it's good that the government told the corporations to drop their prices during Christmas time. Down, down, down. The original, which they should have been, petrol as well. You know, I think at one point this year we were paying $2 a litre for fucking petrol, which is just ridiculous. And if it keeps happening, you're just going to send people broke. You are going to... um, People just stop going out to restaurants. Uh, The problem with inflation was... If you're working full-time job, your wages weren't going up to help cover it. Or your, if you're on welfare, um, wasn't going up as well to help cover your cost of living. I mean, 2023 has been a, uh, fuck, a wild, crazy year. Just craziness altogether and uh, I look forward to putting 2023 behind and uh, starting fresh in 2024 but I, I would honestly hope that things do get better as well. Also, too, you got to understand supply and demand drives inflation up as well. Um, that that's another cause. Like we've had a rental crisis here in Australia, and uh, that has driven up rental costs quite high. And, you know, it's quite sad sad that um, desperate tenants will pay triple the amount for the original rental price just to have a roof over their head. I mean, that's pretty much illegal to do that. And there was also a time where landlords were rent bidding. That's illegal. So, file a complaint to fair trading. Um... So if the Reserve Bank of Australia keeps jacking up the interest rates, it was up at 5% this year. way it goes, it's going to end up like a third world country. People will be broke. People stop going out. They cut back on luxury items. People stop going to restaurants. Which is quite sad because we need our restaurants. People basically, what can I say? Struggle just to keep their electricity on. 
and that's not good. Um, I've said it quite a fair bit on the Stephen Shields radio show that you know when you know, there's bureaucrats out there, the government too, they want to regulate everything. They want to get their hand into everything. They want more GST. <laughs> And you gotta wake up and think, well, these are just greedy bastards that just want to send us broke. Bureaucrats, especially. Uh, during COVID pandemic, it became almost like a totalitarian state. New, uh, Melbourne was, was pretty much a communist state. Dictatorship down there. Daniel Andrews should own up to his mistake and say, well, I'm sorry and there needs to be a royal commission into how COVID was dealt with. Um, the Royal Commission into COVID is basically what it's done to people's mental health. It has affected my mental health as well. It's affected my life quite bad. Very bad it has. Um, oh, just looking at that... Uh, Rainbow lorikeet sitting on the tree. It's like uh, our experience with the Commonwealth Bank. How oh, we need to see your ID to withdraw your money. Yet every time you go, it's recorded on their system who you are. They know who you are. So what? Where's the, all this capitalism coming from? That's uh, that's that's what I have an issue with, it, and it's like um, uh, politicians they get freebies in the Qantas lounge, so literally they're taking advantage of Qantas, getting freebies and the taxpayers. Well, that's very expensive to be a member of those Qantas lounges, and that's not fair for commuters who have to travel in a shitty economy seat with Qantas. Personally, I wouldn't even fly Qantas anymore. They're fucked. They can fuck off, mate. Virgin Airlines can fuck off. Um, Richard Branson can fuck off as well. The, the issues with these big companies is they get so greedy. The one they were price gouging airfares from Sydney to Queensland. Bad customer service, I've heard, especially Jetstar cancelling flights last minute. I once had a flight cancelled from Darwin to Sydney last minute. They never sent me an email, never told me it was going to be cancelled. So they put me on a flight from uh, Darwin to Brisbane and then Brisbane to Sydney. I mean, at least they could have given me like 24 hours notice, not cancelling last minute. This is bad customer service. And it's very stressful. Um, when this happens, because this is not my fault. I was on time. I checked in on time. So I don't understand why 
Virgin Australia had to cancel and divert my flight from Darwin to Brisbane, Brisbane to Sydney. I mean, this is just unacceptable. Not only that, you're going to piss people off by doing that. And then, and then when you piss people off by doing that, you've got to think, well, how come? Airlines sacking staff, staff being mistreated, pilots working shit hours, um... While Richard Branson, Barnaby Joyce making huge profits, sitting on their ass, not caring about customers in a shitty economy plane seat, cattle class. And even that too, they price gouge economy. And you got to think, well, I can't trust an airline anymore. Not anymore. I do not trust any airline. I've heard good reviews for Etihad Airways with In New Zealand, I've heard good reviews. So the way I see it, if I could pay the extra money for business, I'd do it. Because you just can't sleep on that plane. And if the flight attendants are going to be rude, speak up, file a complaint. Just don't fly Virgin again. Um... But this is how the Australian airline industry, it's all airlines. It's um, Qantas baggage handlers just chucking air. They don't care. They just chuck your luggage. They don't give a shit. They all do it. And so I, at one point, Qantas was one of the best um, airlines to travel. They had such a good reputation, but now, forget them. Jetstar, Virgin, forget them. Because when people, like I've heard Qantas are overcharging people's credit cards, and it's and it's a shit fight just to um, ring them up, go through all that customer service to get your money back, and half the time the the People just don't care. I'm fed up. Yeah, I'm really fed up with it. Government too is um, going to be banning illegal vapes. Apparently, teenagers are uh, vaping nicotine. Um, as you know, I do like to have my cigar smoke. Um, I just don't like it when. Governments just want to, like, ban every single thing, regulate everything, get their hand on every single GST they can to make profit out of it. To me, that's uh, that's just getting greedy, and I'm fed up. So, I mean... I mean, teenagers should not be smoking anyway. How they get their hands on vapes, I don't know. Uh, I mean, what can I say? This is Australia. Uh, yeah, cricket as well. Australia has won the uh, Boxing Day test between Australia and Pakistan as well. David Warner's been a bit out of form, but Steve Smith managed to score a good 50. 
Ah, uh, that was a good hard 50, but I was, I'm very happy how Pakistan put on a good fight. They willing to push the Australian cricket team, uh, putting the Australian cricket team on edge. Pat Cummins, great bowling, and Nathan Lyon too. Um, the Australian cricket team, oh man, they're the world number one side, and they are very hard to beat. But Pakistan have improved so much. And they're willing to put up a fight. And it's always good when you see a test match. I think it got finished on day four. That basically, you know, is not washed out by rain. And it's like, yeah, you know, we need to see, like, good hard test cricket. And that's what I like. There was some, uh, just some great bowling. It was like a really good game of chess out there. This is what Test Cricket's about. Test Cricket is a game of chess. It is hard. It has strategy involved. It's not a slog first, what you see in the 2020. You don't see too many sixes in, in, in Test Cricket. You see more four runs in Test Cricket. Because it's test cricket. But I don't know what's happened to the day-night test match if, if the ICC is still willing to play a day-night test with a pink ball. They whinge about bad light. Um, now, obviously, with bad light, it's too hard to see. I, I don't know if they can let spin bowls, but can't they just change them? change it to a pink ball if it's getting bad light. I don't know. The ICC has to make that decision. Um, yeah, if, uh, in the first test, a couple of body line getting hit, batsmen getting hit. That's test cricket. That's what I love about test cricket. It's, um, yeah, it's all about who's willing to stay the longest as well. That's what we enjoy about Test Cricket here. But, uh, 2023, guys, is coming to an end. It's just great to um, uh, put this year behind us. I think that... Yeah, too, I had a bad start to 2023, but now... It's all about a fresh start for 2024 and looking to achieve more more things for the, the podcast and the um, YouTube channel as well and growing it. I'm enjoying my journey as well. So this is what uh, I, I love about being a um, content creator. Weather right now is 22.8 degrees Celsius, feels like 23.6 degrees, minimum of 17, top of 27, 0 to 2 millimetres of rain, sunny morning with a shower, shower or two, west 4 kilometres an hour wind, 9 kilometres an hour gust, 61% humidity, 0 millimetres of rain since 9am yesterday. Rain 25%, low chance of at least 2 millimetres, 
Sydney, Australia, sunny morning, medium chance of showers, most likely this afternoon and evening, light winds becoming southerly, 15 to 20 kilometres an hour in the morning, and then tending southeasterly, 20 to 30 kilometres an hour in the middle of the day with a moderate fire danger rating. Uh, 5.48 a.m. sunrise, 8.12 p.m. sunset, warning gibbous moon phase. Uh, last quarter, 4th of January is the next moon phase. 11 extreme, max UV index, 8.40 a.m. to 5 p.m. sun protection recommended. Tomorrow it's going to be cloudy, low 16 degrees Celsius, top of 22 degrees Celsius, 0 to 1 millimetres of rain. Monday, cloudy, low 17 degrees Celsius, top of 24 degrees Celsius, 0 to 1 millimetres of rain. Tuesday, sunny with showers, low of 18 degrees Celsius, top of 28 degrees Celsius, 0 to 1 millimetres of rain. Wednesday, sunny with showers, low of 19 degrees Celsius, top of 28 degrees Celsius, 0 to 3 millimetres of rain. Thursday, sunny with showers, low of 20 degrees Celsius, top of 28 degrees Celsius, 0 to 10 millimetres of rain. Friday, sunny with showers, low of 19 degrees Celsius, top of 23 degrees Celsius, 0 to 7 millimetres of rain forecasted. So, it's like the gas ban in Victoria, which I don't understand. They're trying to, um... These lefty governments just want to cut back on these so-called carbon emissions. And, uh... I often wonder how come uh, they want to dictate about what you can and how can't have in a new in your house apparently so the new houses are not allowed to have gas on a stove in Victoria in Melbourne but that's Melbourne I don't know Melbourne is almost like a you know dictatorship state yeah, they should be concentrating on improving, you know, urgent healthcare clinics and Medicare because of doctor shortage and nurse shortage too because of COVID, which was quite sad. And yet the governments want to put up taxes. They just want more taxes to pay off the COVID debt, which will never happen. I mean, all countries, you know, they just want more taxes. Why? And yet politicians are getting freebies, travelling first class, going to the cricket, rocking up thousands and thousands of dollars in five-star hotels, using fancy cars, running red lights, not paying parking fines, speeding on the road because they think they can get away with it. It's just ridiculous. The law's the law. It doesn't matter if you're the Prime Minister, you gotta follow the law. But this is what I don't I, I get fed up. You know, MPs too, they think they can just do whatever they want. 
No, you can't do that. Chris Menz as well. So it goes to show that these are the people we vote and yet they take advantage of taxpayers. Now that's what I don't like. And yet um, there is a cost of living crisis going on too. But um, there was some sad... Uh, events happened. There was a mass shooting um, in Prague, Charles University's Faculty of Arts. The gunman died by uh, suicide. Now, this is obviously very sad and devastating for any of this stuff to happen, and I don't like getting involved in topics of gun control. I don't like people getting all political about guns but obviously something like this is very honestly sad and just you know should never happen um, America is not the only country to have mass shootings We've it happened in Europe in Russia Prague And, you know, what uh, the police have to see and deal with this sort of stuff and the whole university, I think the whole city of Prague went into a lockdown. It is just very, it's very sad that this happens, especially uh, before Christmas. It should never ever happen. I don't know how people can do this. I don't know how they can think they get away with it, but justice shall be served. To anyone who thinks they can commit such an act like this, it's just disgusting. And there are some students who are traumatised because of this. I, I just don't know what to say. Really, I don't know what to say. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But, um, let's put that negativity aside. Uh, Metro West Line, there's um, two machines ex excavating 135 Olympic swimming pools underground. Uh, I think they're trying to expand the city of Sydney, which the state government's trying to do. And I hope you know, Sydney can have more better infrastructure as well because uh, Australia's always been behind on infrastructure. I think, um, yeah, we've got to, 
improve our infrastructure on this island nation for once. Because people just get fed up of a lack of transport, a lack of, you know, services out there. Uh, yeah, that's that's Australia for you. You're going back to Byron Bay. You know about how it stinks of shit. Apparently, the Byron Council uh, Shire Mayor Michael uh, Lyon he said slip ups do happen. But how was this a slip up on purpose? Like, come on. This should never happen with any council. A so-called slip up, which is a bullshit excuse to say, ah, oh, we fucked up on purpose. Now, I don't know who to trust anymore. I don't even trust the council. I don't trust any council. Because if a good council sincere, they'd stick to their word and they start building better infrastructure for Australians out there. And not playing politics. Ah, oh, I'm more qualified than you. Ah, oh, you're too qualified. Oh, no, I can't do that because i got to do go do another safety course. That's ridiculous. This is, this is all, this is what the council does, okay? And this is why we need to... Start... Waking up and stand up for our rights against councils who think they can take advantage of us Australians. Because that is not cool. And that is very un-Australian and unacceptable. Okay? And I am fed up with it. It's like the rental crisis in Australia. How we've got problems here. Now, how did, how, how did Australia end up having such a problem with rent? For a family who, who needs to basically try to keep the lights on or virtually gone starving and broke just to pay the rent. That's not, that is not right. I can't believe it. That, um... We've had to, uh, what can I say, live like this in Australia. Penrith Beach as well um, has had a couple of drowning concerns. There's been um, a couple of drownings and um, there's a couple of people this week who passed away drowning at Penrith Beach. That was apparently a secret location that the government didn't tell us about. But, um, I don't know. They open a beach to the public and yet doesn't have, apparently doesn't have good facilities there. I don't know. I don't know how it's going to go. You know, that I just don't. 
But uh, the Westfield Penrith 2, um, is, there's an 80 million um, reutilization um, quote Daily Telegraph uh, upgrade. Apparently, it's going to be five new restaurants, two new movie theaters. But you know what was uh, strange? The, there was a fire uh, that got set off in the food court when people were doing their shopping. The whole center got evacuated. Not only that, businesses that it impacted every single business there that had to stop work lost thousands of dollars in trade, especially when people do their Christmas shopping here. They get very, I don't know, they just become like lunatics. Madhouse it is. But this is, uh, I don't know, this is what retail is coming toward Christmas. This is, uh, people just going mad and I guess just not caring anymore. They only, oh, I've got to get the latest Black Friday deal. Ah, I'm, I'm sick of it. Really sick of it. Yeah, I'm really fed up. Uh, basically, what's going on on Hoxton Park Road is that apparently there's some ABA group plans on Hoxton Park Road. But I don't know how it's going to turn out, whether they built stuff on Hoxton Park Road or upgraded. You always got to take things with a grain of salt as well. There's been some sad... Um, a sad thing happened in Liverpool. Um, I was reading in the Daily Telegraph, Pepper's Place Cafe inside old, the you know, the old Liverpool library was basically forced to close. Now, Liverpool Council, they didn't warn the staff to vacate premises, which they're supposed to, if... If they're going to send an eviction notice to a business, they have to give a certain time frame for the business to, yeah, vacate somewhere. But this was done, like, last minute. They gave no warning, so they already the council's breached. They're already, um... broken some laws because they think they could just say, OK, piss off to small businesses... Uh, the the council Liverpool Council actually offered a place at Michael Wendon Aquatic Centre at Miller. Problem is that uh, from what the owner has said that there's just going to be no not enough customers during the week to keep the cost the the overhead costs running. And uh, I'm I'm quite this is quite. You know, not good from Liverpool Council to have to say, okay, for a small business who's been there, I think it's seven years, that's given jobs to people. Um, I think it's more focusing on women, and which is fantastic, like hospitality, making coffees, and then have to vacate somewhere. Now, I hope this gets resolved. I hope Purpose Place Cafe 
stays where it is at the old library and not have to um, move on because for a business to have to move it, it's 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 such a nightmare it really is a nightmare um, It's quite sad for a small business to have to close the doors and move somewhere else in a different area and, uh, you know, this is someone's income and they could pretty much just lose it because Liverpool Council didn't give. They told them to vacate last minute. You can't just do that. This is where I'm getting fed up with councils. There's always a shit fight with every single council because they think they can become a dictatorship or bureaucrats. They want to make up shit as they go along. And for what? They get, they having huge parties, getting freebies, living a luxury lifestyle while you're busting your ass off for 40, 60 hours a week for nothing, paying taxes. Um, Nathan Haggarty has uh, actually resigned from uh, the council and he's deciding to focus on um, his MP role in Leppingdon. Now, I hope our MPs here, whether it's Labor, Liberal, do a good job and are uh, honest with people. I hope that... Um, They can make changes, you know, do something for our community because all politicians, they start off as MPs. MPs, the bottom of the um, food chain. So I'd hope your MPs are honest. I found they're actually more honest than your state and federal politics, and we need honest politicians. You know, we, we need honest politicians in this country. Uh, in the cricket, as you know, I like the cricket. Uh, Melbourne Renegades have dropped the captain, Nick Madison. Uh, apparently, Nick Madison's been with poor form. Will Sutherland is taken over, but Nick Madison's average was 5.67. He's only scored 48 runs in four innings. Uh, he... Ruptured his ace, uh, I think it's ACL fielding in January, so injury has set um, the captain, the former captain of the um, Rene Melbourne Renegades back too. So you've got to understand, like, playing a lot of cricket, they were playing like 12 months of a year they play cricket. It's crazy. It's like a full-time job for them. All right, the weather right now is 23.3 degrees Celsius. Feels like 23.1 degrees. Minimum 17 degrees Celsius. Top of 27 degrees Celsius. Zero to two millimetres of rain. Sunny morning with a shower or two. West, six kilometres an hour wind. Seven kilometres an hour gust. 52% humidity. Zero millimetres of rain since 9 a.m. yesterday. 
25% low chance of at least 2 millimetres of rain. Sunny morning, medium chance of showers most likely this afternoon and uh, evening. Light winds becoming southerly, 15 to 20 kilometres an hour in the morning, then tending southeasterly, 20 to 30 kilometres an hour in the middle of the day, with a moderate fire danger rating. 5:48 a.m. sunrise, 8:12 p.m. sunset. Warning: Gibbous moon phase. Last quarter, 4th of January is the next moon phase. 11 extreme max UV index. 8:40 a.m. to 5 p.m. sun protection is recommended. Tomorrow, cloudy, low of 16 degrees Celsius, top of 22 degrees Celsius, zero to one millimeters of rain. Monday, cloudy, low of 17 degrees Celsius, top of 24 degrees Celsius, 0 to 1 millimetres of rain. Tuesday, sunny with showers predicted, a low of 18 degrees Celsius, top of 28 degrees Celsius, 0 to 1 millimetres of rain. Wednesday, sunny with showers, a low of 19 degrees Celsius, top of 28 degrees Celsius, 0 to 3 millimetres of rain. Thursday, sunny with showers, low of 20 degrees Celsius, top of 28 degrees Celsius, 0 to 10 millimetres of rain. Friday, sunny with showers, low of 19 degrees Celsius, top of 23 degrees Celsius, 0 to 7 millimetres of rain predicted and uh, forecasted. Yeah, so hopefully we do get more rain. I get fed up of... Um, People whinging too much that there's not enough rain, and then when there's a lot of rain, it floods. Like in North Queensland, it was literally flooding. Uh, NRL, there's um, scouting, you know, when they're wanting to recruit players. Jerome Luai um, is looking at uh, moving to the West Tigers for five years, $6 million contract. And uh, he played for Penrith. But will Penrith Panthers let Jerome Luai go is the question. Um, he's been successful. I think he's won three premierships with Penrith. So we'll wait and see. Um, the Sharks have signed Adam Fanua Blake for a four-year deal beginning in 2025. Wow. So when a player is producing good results, the club's willing to offer more money to keep them, but there's always expectations with the club. Um, Junior Amani, if I'm pronouncing that right, because of the hammer attack, attack he's had the contract torn up from the um, Dragons as well, and he's serving it in the community. Um, Tom Dearden has signed a five-year deal to the Cowboys. So we'll wait and see how, how well these players perform with these re-signings. Um, you remember Michael Schumacher, the uh, Ferrari driver in Formula One, and he had that skiing accident. And life has been pretty private with Michael Schumacher. We haven't heard from him since the last time. From the Daily Telegraph's reporting, he's receiving 24 hours of care because of the head injury uh, he, he suffered while skiing in the French 
Alps, and he was Michael Schumacher was put in a coma for 250 days. Now we, no one's heard from him, but we know that um, he's receiving 24 hours a day of care from doctors as well. So that's what's the last we've heard from Michael Schumacher, the old um, retired Formula One driver. A funny thing, Max Verstappen, he was snubbed, <laughs> he got snubbed by Mercedes because he tried to hire a performance car on a holiday and Mercedes said he was too young. Apparently this was for an, an insurance reason because Max Verstappen is under 30 years old. I think he's a manager or someone ended up driving it. <laughs> but uh, he's driving a Formula One car. I don't know. I don't understand why he they would say no to hire a Mercedes. But he's won his third championship, and he is um, one of the most dominant drivers in Formula One. Still is with Red Bull. But uh, I've been hearing a lot about this cashless society and I'm just getting fed up of hearing about cashless society. I think it's just bullshit that if we were to go with cashless society, it would really fuck things up. What happens if the Opal machine where you top up your Opal card or travel card, their F-Post is not working and you need to get home? And you only got cash, or well, you've got the amount, the, the the amount of money on your card, but it's not working. It's like, well, how are you going to get home? And you get, and so I don't understand why Transport Sydney trains telling people, oh, we need, you know, we don't take cash, or oh no, the Opal retailers, we're not doing Opal retailers anymore. That's just stupid. That is just plain stupid and plain. Um, dictatorship here and it needs to stop because cash is what keeps the darn economy going cash is what's keeping us alive just to buy food um, I find that yeah we, we need cash cash is what keeps us surviving so I hope to all our governments that they can keep cash that's all from me today, guys. I um, always love podcasting here on Wisdom. Feel free to join the Stephen Shields radio show. Uh, I publish new podcasts every Friday at 6 p.m. Sydney, Australia time. Please subscribe and um, share any episodes on your social media to help the show grow as well. Tell friends and family. And uh, I'd like to wish everyone a happy new year. Bye for now.